It's the Australian Ayatollah Show for January 8, 2020. How's it going, everybody? It's the first AA Show episode of 2020 officially. Uh, well, there was an audio out last week, but it was the unreleased footage from the pre-AA Show days, so I'm not going to go over that. But So yeah, this is the officially the first one of the year. Uh, by the way, it's not the first one of the decade. The decade starts 2021, okay? I'm going to say, I'm going to get that out of the way first. I got... I got into it with a couple of people at work already because I my argument is look when does the month start? What? What? What day is the first of the month? January first, February first. It's not the January zeroth. Okay. When does a month end? Most of the time, thirtieth, thirty first. It ends with the 29th this year. That's a fucking leap year. There's a one year, like one month every leap year. That ends in nine. But God, it's not a leap decade either, right? So there. The decade ends this year, 2020. It starts next year. What about millennium and all that? Millennium, different story. Century starts in the 2001. The millennium starts 2000, okay? There's that. So that out of the way. So I'm, I'm going to mostly reflect on getting, you know, reflecting on my decade, you know, this year. <laughs> Not last week or two weeks ago. And besides, nobody gave shit about the fucking decade in 2009, okay? My theory is that I like either I wasn't listening at that time, but I was still reading news and shit. I think people are like so fucking busy and preoccupied with the bad economy with a fucking recession that was happening that like people completely forgot that like what fucking year this difference does it make? Housing markets collapse, okay? You know, I don't have a job, you know? Yeah, all that shit. Now when it comes 2019, people give a shit. Let's think about the decade. Into the next decade. Please like my post. I go, fuck. Can you shut the fuck up? Like, oh, God. You know, and then people in my age, people who are 30 or something or 40 even. Yes, those, like, in they would, everyone goes through a lot over the 10 years. It, it was a wild 2010s, okay? I'm going to go into that a little bit, you know. Based on the reflection and the thoughts I had with the Australia, and then this Iran situation happening, but you know, if you're in the thir- early 30s, the millennium, millennial, no, millennial, I'm not the fucking time zone here. So, like, you graduated college, you started adulting, you got your first apartment, you had roommates, you had your romances. If you didn't, you probably became a school shooter and died in this decade. Like, if we didn't have enough school shootings enough. And if, if you got married and had kids, great. You know, all that happened in the last 10 years. Oh, time flies, okay? So, there's that. Yeah, and then, you know, so. New Year's resolution, new decade resolution. I don't have it. I, I really had some goals I set up. Four years ago, where I said, where am I going to be four years from now in 2020? You know, around the time, I guess, this podcast was getting put together and all that. Was this podcast one of the goals? Not really. It was a, it was a side effect of it. But, you know, uh, so because of that, 2020 is more of like, all right, like, where am I with respect to the goals and all that I have said four years ago? You know, so I, I'm... I'm in a bit of an evaluation look back mode, which this Australia trip helped very much, you know, flying over 15 hours, 10 hours, you know, and now I'm feeling it about a week after I came back, you know, is it was, uh, 
it's it, it's a long flight you know even you know there's no direct flight from new york or east coast to sydney uh you know brisbane and melbourne over here so you always got to go to lax and then from lax you fly over uh that's a 15 hours on the way back 14 and then from la back to east coast is like four four and a half hours i'm like holy shit uh <laughs> it's a trip um, but uh, I'm not gonna go into the trip details right now. But I've had a lot of time to think and watch movies and shit. So you know. And then speaking of movies and Golden Globes, like everybody's talking about the Australian bushfire. You're probably wondering, hey BK, how was that? Uh, you know, um, I it reminded me of the 2018. You know, when me and Scott were in LA uh, last November, last last November now. Um, and that's when the campfire was going, which I believe was the worst most devastating fire that california has ever seen it's the deadliest for sure uh you know going all the way from norcal to socal you know to malibu and you know the first evening when we landed there uh the saturday i saw it smelled it a little bit and then we were worried about going to the football game the ram seahawks game the next day in the coliseum but then people I think in the lift ride that we're in, the lady that we were with, the USC fan, said, well, the 2017 fire was way worse. It was smoggier and smellier, but it was like, well, the overall grand scale of it, this was the worst fire. But Sydney, when I landed on the Christmas Day, I saw it. It was smoggy and all that. Smell it. Heavy, you know. And then it kind of went away in a couple hours. I came back out around 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, and then I kind of cleared and I really didn't see it in other parts of Australia, Brisbane, and uh, Gold Coast. I was at it was away from the bushfires compared to other metro areas. And Melbourne, uh, I did see that bad heat, 107 degree heat, 104 degrees, whatever it was, and it was windy. And right after that, the wind started picking up with the really dry heat. It just added to it leading up to the New Year's Day, uh, which is the day I came back from Sydney. And the New Year's Day morning after the Happy New Year, you know, the fucking fireworks that they ended up proceeding with, they were debating up to Tuesday, the New Year's Eve. was like, oh, they're going to do it, not do it. And then, uh, or the 30th, not the New Year's Eve, uh, they decide to do it, but ban the fireworks everywhere else. So some people are critical of it. And I go, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm fine either way. I'm, I'm there, so <laughs> you know. And the morning of New Year's Day, it was... It was muggier, smuggier, and you could smell it more. And then actually, the New Year's Eve, I was supposed to come in early evening, but then the planes got delayed because of the wind, uh, probably by an hour, hour and a half. So that wind really didn't help with the fire at all. And after I left Sydney and came back, when I had January 1st for like God knows how long, I didn't realize that I was on the same day still. Uh, <laughs> and I... I just I just saw the outside and I was just like smelling it walking through the terminal inside before I dropped up the luggage. I go, holy fuck. Is this what the climate's going to be like? You know, two two years in a row I see this shit in California and in fucking Sydney. And then Melbourne fire picked up in Victoria State. There's a lot of beef going on over there with the politics with Scott Morrison and the Prime Minister who's a Liberal Party. But Liberal Party in Australia, I learned that is a conservative party, FYI. 
you know, not enough funding's been set aside. That's also a party that's sort of been like, yeah, who gives a shit about climate change? You know, we gotta, they gotta export more coal out to other countries, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it, it's been a bit of a shit show with the Labour Party, which is really the Liberal Party, like the UK Liberal Party, Liberal Party of Canada. Democrats, I guess, but whatever, Democrats. Um, and yeah, so I, 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 two years in a row, I see some of the craziest, you know, skies to the fires. It wasn't to the fucking apocalyptic level that the rural countryside, that the seaside saw. You know, I was mostly in the cities. I was, I didn't have time to go out into the wild, you know, hold a fucking koala in a sanctuary or some shit. You know, the basic tourist shit. I was, I was interested in seeing the cities and the thing. But, you know, the one thing I realized on this trip uh, was like, the, the housing problem that I heard about, I think I talked about in the Avocado and Millennials episode three years ago. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> two years ago, at least. Uh, three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah, probably. I said Australia, Canada, the U.S. have the same housing problem, you know, affordability factor. You know, not a lot of mainland Chinese people there, too, you know, snatching up properties and shit. You know, and so it's like the main cities, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Melbourne, Sydney are all Chinese people. And, like, they're building the same luxury houses like they do in San Francisco. You know, all these cities in America, Toronto, you know, all that. It's the same urban development, same bar vibe. And I just go, and then people go, yeah, it became unaffordable. I go, like, fucking same problem here, too. You know, Paris has the same problem. New York has the same problem. London has the same problem. Seoul has the same problem. Everywhere in the world has the same fucking problem, you know. And then... I just go, well, and then the earth is fucking burning. And then it's like, well, you, 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 we was burnt here. You know, earth is always getting warmer. I just go, well, Greta's fucking right. And then I go like, you talk about your profits and all that shit. And I start thinking about this and then like holding the new niece that I got to finally meet. You know, it was only about five, six hours, you know, instead of a day and a five, six hours, which is unfortunate because due to the flight cancellation. But I, I kind of felt it like I, I, I didn't know what to expect. Because this is a new generation of the Kim baby. You know, it has Kim blood in it. It's not the Kim last name. But, you know, you know what I mean? You just go like, wow, I guess like it's not my kid. So I have no rights, in my opinion, to post pictures of my nephews and nieces everywhere. But I understand why people do that. Like, you just go, oh, my God, this thing is like, I'm an uncle now. I'm an aunt now or some shit. I go, wow. And then uh, I probably, you know, I... And then go, holy crap, this is the next generation. And this kid is coming into this country that's fucking burning, that's missing a goddamn ozone layer since the 80s here. <laughs> and then I just go, well, what matters now? And all the climate change, it's like, that matters. If you really want to think about the next decade, I'm thinking the next two, three decades, we are fucked. <laughs> we are fucked. And then all we care about is fucking Iran and then like shooting missiles and shit. We're talking about fucking you know minuscule bachelor bullshit you know we're talking about fucking golden globes or talking about fucking pronouns there are important issues they're all important but compared to what's pretty imminent right now i just go what the fuck you know so i just go what really matters and then like i think about the last decade you know go the, the the world has gone through significant changes uh you know digitally which is one thing that people don't really realize 
You know, it's similar to how it was 100 years ago, in my opinion. I think Ray Dalio put that also. It's like, look, where we are, economy, it's going with the monetary policies and interest rate. It's very reflective of, like, 30s and all that, you know, how it did after the post-Great Depression. So, and and yet the only difference since then, in my opinion, is the population the complete demographics because like the baby boomers came after the world war ii after the world war one and two people started pumping out more babies and now they're retiring and if i follow the life expectancy right i go at least in america i just go all right we're hoes the next two three decades two and a half decades i'm guessing i'm a bear in this fucking human market okay so i'm not even just thinking 21 22 i just go 2040 2045 Holy fuck, like me and other people that are in the prime of our lives, the main earners in this case, gotta pay fucking taxes and pay the fucking healthcare costs, whatever, help the parents, help the grandparents, all that shit, while we gotta sort out all the car loan, student loan, credit card loan, all that, and then, you know, all the boomers are like, well, why don't you fucking save up your money, stop traveling and Instagramming and shit, you know, I go like, what the fuck's the point? (laughs) So... You know, and so I go, I, I think, and then this historic run is really historic in the market. I go, richer got richer. Yeah, richer did get fucking richer. But then, again, if you look at this through, this has been a fucking economic shareholder-based economy since the Kinsey and shit took off in the 80s. So I really put that, oh, this is a four-decade built-up, you know, and then when the recession happened, the real fucking reset didn't really happen, you know, the the people in the lower end fucking suffered, lost everything, you know, other banks and all the institution got bailed out, but did the system get reset? We get Yes, there's some measures in their Dodd-Frank Act and all that that got in there, but like last 10 years, the uh, venture capital has been great. And then like Amazon, Facebook, Google did great, you know, but what has, what's the new innovation that's coming? CES is starting, you know, this week and I, I for, for the first time, I don't give a shit. Like, it's become a TV show, you know, CES show. But I go like, yo, Samsung just came up with a new robot. I just go, who gives a fuck? I I, I don't give a fuck. The earth is burning. Like, how? who's going to afford this shit? Galaxy Home, Galaxy Mini, Galaxy Ball. I don't know what the fuck this is. Who gives a shit? Apple Plus, who gives a shit? I don't need another TV show. Golden Globes, fucking marriage story. I go, fuck. Yeah, we, we all know how the fucking marriages go in this country. Who gives a shit? I just go, I, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> or not that I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck. But then there are more important things at play here. That's what I felt after coming back from Australia, you know. It's like this fucking climate, the, the next generation of kids, the fucking income inequality, this economy, economy and climate. It just... It's just unbelievable. And this Iran thing happening, you know, I think, was it the Minnesota senator, the House of Representatives? Like, oh, maybe this is a distraction. I was like, yeah, it's a good fucking distraction. I was expecting Iran to kind of respond with a cyber attack or something. It's like, wait a fuck you up your Instagram. But no, they decide to shoot at a fucking base. It's like, whoa. Because I guess Iran, same as like US, just this militaristic, dumbass, basic thinking, the caveman thinking that all... Oh, Power means I got to whip my dick around with whatever metal, with a big metal bird or some shit. And I go, well, if you're a smart warrior, you know, if you want to just like show it, 
Why don't you just shut down the Iran's fucking Instagram or some shit or Twitter? You know, all these Middle Eastern countries like Turkey, Libya, Syria, Egypt have these like shut down fucking switch that American companies created. I just turn that on. And then like none of these people can fucking tweet their flags as they're fucking responding. Like, what now? I just dunked on you, huh? Like fucking Trump tweets American flag after he kills that general. And then like this time after they start shooting at the Iraqi base just now in the last few hours. The guy posts a picture of the Iranian flag. I go, guys, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I can't believe, like, this is a level of fucking international, like, shit talk is going. I'm like, Twitter. I just, like, look at Twitter. It's like, why are you around? Why Why are you here? I wish you just, like, Twitter should just shut the fuck up and shut down all these people. Like, why don't you shut down these accounts and say, you guys are inciting violence and you literally did. You violate the policy, okay? Shut the fuck up, both of you. Like the U.S. and the fucking Iran over here, you know? And I, I uh, you know, how did this all begin? How did this all begin over there? And then, like, the, the, the Trump's fucking foreign policy thinking, I just go, you know, I, I already gave up. He is the unpredictable. He is the expected unexpected. And then stocks still performs. Gas companies are happy. Oh my god! Finally, gas prices are fucking skyrocketing. I don't know if I rock skyrocketing, but it's going up. What's the crude oil price today? I just read that it went up today. You know, because like, oh fuck, Iran's gonna be short. Sixty-two dollars. It cracked the sixty dollars. I mean, they cracked that for a while, but holy fuck, like it took a while to really crack it. Because like, oil prices haven't like fluctuating a lot. You know, it hasn't really gone up. So OPEC and Saudi weren't happy and shit. Now it's up, so this hey, oil companies are happy. Speaking of oil companies, all the tech companies are now in the cahoots of the fucking oil companies. I'm like, they're gonna be like back to the climate change and the wealth a little bit. The companies that made all the money, the tech companies and oil companies, they're in the cahoots together. Was there a Vox article that just came out? Like Amazon like threatened to fire the employees who spoke up against the fucking climate policy and then the thing because Amazon said we're gonna be zero carbon, all renewable energy by 2040. Like, when I'm fucking 40-something. No, it won't be more than 40. I'll be 50-something. Holy fuck, dude. And then, and then they say, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Because, like, well, you just signed the deal to fucking oil companies like Exxon and shit. Or, like, like to help come up with a machine learning algorithm to better, you know, take out the oils. And I'm like, what the fuck? They're in the oil business. Yes, they are. And then I'm like, and then now you're saying that you're... Like the companies with the data centers may not directly consume or have so much carbon footprint, but yet you're feeding the companies that are contributing to these fucking El Ninos and shit over the last decades and the century. What the fuck? And then Amazon said, shut the fuck up. We're going to fire you if you speak up even more. I go, and then Google already did this for the fucking, you know, all the like people getting paid, like Andy Rubin and shit. You know, and then now you're doing this. I just go, uh, what the fuck? I, I, I just go, why, why, why? Like tech companies are the oil companies. That is a new oil. Uh, although no one knows how to fucking refine that fucking new oil called data. That's why there's so many, like, gap up like data scientists and data analysts out there, right? But aside the point, like I'm going off tangent. It's uh, working in tech software, and I just go, I look at these, and I'm going. What the fuck, you know? So I, I, I come to this epiphany. I go like, it does what? What really matters, you know? What, what I'm working on, what I've been working on. I go, you know, this is consumer 
production. I go, look, none of these fucking matters. I mean, it matters as an ephemeral joy, but does it really inspire people? Fuck, I like, I think I understand now why I, some of the old people pick conservatives in all these places. Like Boris Johnson got elected, Trump got elected, uh, Scott Morrison in Australia got elected. Fucking, you know, conserv- so called conservatives or the centrist conservative people are getting elected. And I think. Especially older people, you know, generation blaming and all that. And the younger people say, you're on your fucking TikTok and Instagram and just like fucking post photos never go anywhere. You know, that aside, I think the world has progressed ridiculously, especially on the wealth wealth front with the social media and everything. Internet celebs. And as, as fast as that went, as quickly and quickly have people... The already rich people already accumulated their wealth after the Great Recession. I think if we bring it up and say, hey, by the way, like these minority groups, whether it's gays, transsexuals, uh, gender fluid people, uh, other minorities, blah, 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 minority inclusion in media, uh, better representation. It just like, it. it's unfortunate that all these progression and changes and growth gets caught up all together as a liberalism and socialism because the real problem i think is on both sides whether you're liberal or the conservative is it somebody's making more money to a ridiculous level that that you cannot imagine somebody always has more to a degree that you just go how like, why? Yet, the everyday living is getting harder and harder. Like, if you look at the wage growth since the 70s, like, it has kept up with the inflation rate. Like, there's some people saying, wow, if that hasn't kept up with the inflation 2% a year, it did. But then if you look at the effective rate of it relative to the li- cost of living and everything, that's a goddamn chunk change, which is true. Which is why I go like Paul Ryan argument going, I worked at McDonald's in the 70s and I put myself through school and all. Look, the McDonald's 1970s is not the same as the McDonald's in 2015 even, okay? I said, stop having that, like, fucking libertarian argument. I'm with you, theoretically. It's no different from so the fucking, what is it, the communism. Like, theoretically, it sounds great. Practically, it doesn't fucking work. There's human factors here, and then other greed and all that coming in, right? So I said that on that side, too. But that's why with Bernie... Like the burn, Bernie burn sounded great in 2016. And then Democrats fucked that up. It was a fucking layup. And they start flipping coins in Iowa in the caucus. You know, not realizing what the real problem is. But war, they already knew what the problem was, but they decide not to address it. But you know, like it's the same problem we're coming back to. And then they pick Trump as a protest vote and all that. But I just go... You know what? And then some real believers of Trump think that he's going to drain the swamp. He wasn't going to. You know, corporations got too big. And UK election, people just got tired. Boris Johnson seemed to have a plan and seemed to be very convicted on where Brexit was going. Jeremy Corbyn, aside from the anti-Semitism and all that, seemed very unclear. He was just causing another uncertainty. People in UK got tired. That's why they picked Boris Johnson. It's not because it's not because like they don't want progressive ideas. You, you need to p- present it and then put it in use. Then we'll see 
France, they had Francis Hollande, who was, I guess, a socialist of it. And then all the terrorist shit happened, and then his image just went down. And then they had another Bernie, but instead they got Emmanuel Macron. It was like, well, we need fucking our own Spotify of France, right? <laughs> but look what's happening over there. Now they want to tax tax company, like tech companies and all that. And then Trump is like, trade war. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, but anyways, it just, it, it's, it's amazing. Like Australia has the same fucking problem too. They picked Scott Morrison instead of the Labor Party over there last year. And then this, it's a climate change denier party who has been warned many times. Look, you're going to get bad fire. You got to put some money aside. Look, you're going to need to pay these volunteer firefighters for all the resources they're putting in at the time. You know, but it's called a volunteer mine. You know, it's, it's a politicking aside from the actual fire that's been brewing, you know, the last you know few months. It's unbelievable to listen to and watch. I just go. Oh, it's a biased media reporting. I was like, uh, I'm sorry. This is how George Bush looked in the during the Hurricane Katrina. So this is Scott Morrison's Katrina moment, in my opinion. And the way he's been reacting, outsider point of view, um, he deserves a goddamn criticism. We, like how the Royal Navy came in so late, how the funding's been like not been done so much. I'm, I'm, and then how much they, how unprepared he was along with his policies and everything it it's it's the fruition of it so but i i why people pick them still in these countrysides you know blame the immigrants it's easy it's easy to cherry pick a fucking devil right easiest one is a foreigner easiest one is low priority pronoun issues or some shit political correctness and people keep losing focus on this shit and same for the liberals. Like I said, you need to focus on these things. When Democrats have an LGBTQ debate town hall, I go, who gives a shit? Yes, it's important. But I just go, world is fucking burning. The koalas are crawling out and crying and shit. They have to wake up for once a day. You know, they have to, they have to stay awake. You know, koalas sleep fucking 20 hours a day, 22 hours a day. And then burning 20 hours a day. So they're like fucking sleep deprived and shit. You know? And I like that's a fucking priority here. That's like Golden Globes is a fucking priority. You know? That the like women not getting nominated in Golden Globes is a fucking priority. I I who gives a shit. And all these people posting about Australia on Facebook and all that. It's no I I it's good to have awareness of it, but I really feel uncomfortable people posting it and say, Go donate here and there. When you haven't gone through it yourself, you know, and I, I'm, it's good that bringing awareness and everything, but it's another, you know, kind of a vain effort, in my opinion, of, hey, guys, like, I'm aware of the world, so what have you done about it? How have you elected? How have you helped the society? You know, that's, that's where my frustration comes in. It's like, like South Dakota drilling case. I go, um, do you know a Native American? Do you know an indigenous person? Do you, do you really know how the fracking works? You know, I just go, I, especially the liberal side, I just go, I, I think you need to calm down. And then Hollywood celebrities talking about it. If you're Australian, yes, sure, go ahead. But then like, dude, where were you when this thing was burning a month ago? 
you know when where were you in the like rest of this like yeah it's coming after the fact whatever money that's being raised is for recovery yes but i go i don't know what they're just like speaking of global warming blah and then the same goes for the greta critic like criti- critics of greta as cringy as that un speech was she is right like it is it, the, the fucking two of the worst fires in the world happened the last two years and then the El Nino, the, the, the reason the, all that dry heat and lack of wind and precipitation is because of the warm Indian Ocean over there. That has humanly contributed somewhere or the other over the last four decades. I'm not even talking last year. I don't understand why people go, and yes, United States and Europe have decreased their carbon footprint. It's not fast enough. China and India are cranking it up at a ridiculous amount. Canada has gone up too, believe it or not. You know, more people coming in. I just go, yeah, world has a lot of work to do. And then everybody just focused on just, you know, immediate stuff. And immediate, non-important stuff. Like, money money is driving people anyway. Like, why why do people post on TikTok? I, I think the hilar- most hilarious comment that I read on TikTok was, Hey, everybody on this app is so rich. What the fuck? <laughs> It's kind of true. Like, like the, the wealth gap is unbelievable. And then, like, who, get, who can think about the fucking planet where you, you cannot look after yourself? And then the boomers and Karens. Yes, I follow the trends. I just go, look, like, uh, you're telling kids it's going to be all all right and all. But, like, you, you need to kind of think it through. Uh, some, some older, really involved electors you know people they really think about it it's like look millennials you need to wake the fuck up yes true but one guy on the fine bro video is like but you got work to do too you know i go yeah i think the real housing market crash is gonna come when you realize that people in the next generation who need to buy boomers properties cannot afford to buy at boomers prices that they desire therefore prices need to come down that's that's my prediction you know for the 2020s you know, that's my end decade prediction for the next decade, okay? So that, like, dude, who can afford houses? Like, oh, there are a lot of inventory out there, you know? I go, um, but, you know, all that credit card student loan, that car loan, that's another big problem, which no one ever talks about. I just go, hey, and then how many cars are fucking rolling around? Everybody's pimping out with a new fucking car unless it's a Tesla. Jesus Christ. Everybody's buying all these trucks, SUVs. You know, I'm just like, God dang, man, God dang. I mean, they're better efficiency-wise it was like 10 years ago even. But I'm like, eh, I don't know, man, I don't know. So anyways, that's what I've been thinking. <laughs> what do you think? Am I being overly pessimistic? Or uh, like it really boils down to two things, climate change and uh, income inequality. I think they go hand in hand. So, but anyways, let me know what you think. A-show at outlook.com. A-show at outlook.com. Stitcher, Google Play Music. Tell your friends, you know, leave comments. Leave five stars if you liked it. Leave five stars if you didn't like it. And then you can talk shit after. I, I welcome the shit talk. All right? So have a great rest of the week. Hope the 2020 is off to a good start. I'm feeling the trip fatigue now. And then I will check back next week. Maybe we'll talk about Australia. Finally. Bye.